Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. Hey, it's Monday. It is the DC City Cast presented by Bed River Sportsbook. Frank Handran from VEASAN. Hope you had yourself a pretty good weekend at the window. I, I had a good mix of uh, success and then sort of coming back down to earth. But 5-0 and on Friday night, man. That was huge. Uh, 4-0 in the NBA. And I got the caps on a uh, late goal. Love the empty net goals to cover the puck line. So that was a good night on Friday. I think I was 2-2 and uh, on Saturday in the NBA. And then I don't think I gave out anything because we really didn't know anything about Sunday's matches. Um, Yeah, Sunday's matchups, rather. We're not talking soccer here on the D.C. CityCast. Uh, Frank Hanran from VEASAN, great that you are with us. Uh, A reminder that Bet Rivers gives you more reason to root, root, root for the home team with a Tuesday 20% profit boost on all MLB games. Log on tomorrow and place your bets on the money line, point spread, or who will hit the long ball, and you will earn a 20% profit boost on any baseball game. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Peanuts and hot dogs not included. Log on to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app and place your bets. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia. Only gambling problem. Call 1-888-532-3500. Speaking of baseball, terrible weekend for the Nationals. We will get into the Nats coming up with George Wallace of WTOP Sports, Sports Director. And uh, what's up with the Nats? They've lost five straight. We sort of expected them to have a crappy season, but uh, a nice losing streak here. And I gave out, actually, yeah, that was part of my five and zero night on uh, uh, on Friday. I think was the San Francisco Giants. 
against the Nationals because I didn't trust Patrick Corbin. He got shelled and uh, easy victory if he backed San Francisco. And here's what you do now moving forward. You just, until the Nats win a game, you're betting against them. Sorry. So tomorrow they take on the Miami Marlins back in Nats Park. I'm betting on the Marlins. Until the Nats get out of this funk, because in baseball you like to bet streaks and strings. And the uh, yeah, Nats right now on a bad, bad heater, a bad bender of losses. And they just can't score runs. Uh, Juan Soto, your big bat, is chilly. And nobody else is coming through offensively. And the pitching, when it is sort of decent, there's no run support. It's just a bad mix right now for the Nationals. And we'll, we'll chat more on the Nats, who have the night off. By the way, no baseball tonight for the Nationals until tomorrow they get the Miami Marlins. Probably needed a rest, but again, like I said, tomorrow come Tuesday, we're, we're taking the Miami Marlins uh, until the Nationals prove otherwise and actually win a baseball game. It's a good time to get behind and go against uh, teams that are just really struggling. And sadly, right now, that is the case for the Washington Nationals. The Washington Capitals played last night a loss to the Maple Leafs at home in a shootout. They are still trying to figure out where their seating is for the uh, postseason. Ovi took a bad hit to the uh, wall, but he was at their picture day today. He should be just fine. Uh and the Caps are back on the ice tomorrow. So lots to get to uh, when it comes to some local wagers tomorrow. I do want to update where the Capitals are with the futures bets at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Love to watch and follow and see where they are. Yep, Caps still at plus 4,000 to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup. And to win the East, they are still a dog to win the Eastern Conference at plus 1,500. But this is what you like to see, right? The so-called experts not believing in your squad, even though they have that DNA mentality of being a champion. They've won it before, although it feels like ages ago. But again, like I've said before on the DC CityCast, I like the Caps at least in a long shot spot. Put a little, little sprinkle on them to win at plus 4K, uh, and you just never know. NBA playoffs, we're going to break down and give out some picks for tonight's uh, games. Plenty more NBA this evening. Gotta love it. Celtics can close out the Nets, Raptors, Sixers, and the Jazz Mavericks. So a triple header of hoops comes your way. Uh, yesterday, how about the Pelicans staying alive? Impressive to uh, put a little sweat on our Phoenix Suns backers, i.e. me. <laughs> Bucks are going to close out the Bulls, absolutely. And uh, the Raptors showing a little life on Saturday, huh? The Raptors showing a little life, and so do the Denver Nuggets, avoiding those sweeps. But they're going to go ahead back and get drummed in Game 5. So plenty of NBA to discuss and dissect. That is all straight ahead on the DC CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from VEASAN. In just a second, we'll talk with George Wallace of WTOP Sports Director. We'll talk Commander's Draft. We'll talk some Nationals. That's straight ahead. Don't you move. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg, same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. 
Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. DC CityCast presented by BetRivers Sportsbook rolls on on a Monday. It is my pleasure to bring in my next guest. My next guest. Haven't had a guest in weeks. George Wallace. <laughs> WTOB Sports Director joins me. What's up, my friend? How are you? Well, that's a lot of pressure then if it's the first guest in a while. I just thought I'd thank you for that. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of pressure, I guess, on the Washington Commanders this week. I wanna I wanna talk draft. I wanna talk nationals. Let's start with the Washington Commanders. Uh still the worst nickname ever. But that's okay. We'll get used to it, I guess. Um, dude, what are they going to do? Because, I, I mean, honestly, I think they need a wide receiver. But it sounds like Coach Ron may be tipping his hand and maybe going defensive. What do you think is going to happen Thursday? Yeah, Frank, you know, I think, you know, it's since they got their quarterback now, and there's still, by the way, let's talk this debate on that, too, mm. as Carson Wentz really the guy. But, okay, fine. Uh, I think that they will go – defense i think that they have a lot more to fill on the defensive side especially in the secondary i could see them going uh you know since they lose landing collins now okay maybe you know no real surprise there but i still think you have some holes to fill in the, in the secondary whether it be corner whether it be mm-hmm. a, uh even 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 the middle middle level like a, a edge rusher or somebody like that so I, I think that that's the direction they'll go but of course Nobody knows anything, and you can't believe a word anybody says until <laughs> Thursday night when your when your pick comes up, right? Because you throw so many so many things are thrown out there to throw off other teams to gauge interest in what you know what you have, and you can put over the last second trade offer at the at the deadline uh, in the draft. So nobody has any idea which direction they're going to go. Um, but I could see them going defensive side. Yes, you're right. You do need a wide receiver. And if you don't lock up Terry McLaurin, which they have to, and I think they ultimately will, then you're going to have a lot more uh, questions to answer anyway. But I I think if you're asking me right now, I think they're going to go defense. And there's all these reports that every team is scrambling to try to trade back uh, in the first round. So it, it sounds like to me, George, that nobody's really that blown away by the talent that will be available in this first round. Yeah, you're right on that. I think that's exactly right. And anytime you can move back and get picks, uh, I think that's the, the, the direction that you go. And especially if you're not completely 100% in love with somebody uh, on your draft board. I mean, okay, if the spot comes up at 11 for Washington and it's the best player available and that's the that's the, the way you're going, but is it um, somebody that you know you think can have an immediate impact? Look, if, you, if somebody at 11 has to have an immediate impact. Last year, the whole Jamin Davis situation – uh, you know, being drafting him and playing out of position, and he's not about living up to it. Uh, you can't really make that mistake again if you're Ron Rivera. I think you have to hit on these early guys, this uh, number eleven. And if you want, if you trade back and you get multiple picks, or if you trade back to end of the first round or early second round, which they did a few years ago, and that's how they picked up Montez Sweat, then that's fine too. But don't. But you're right. I, I think this year's draft, nobody is really, really standing out. Now it's Hamilton. Is there from Notre Dame at 11? I think you pull the trigger there. But other than that, I'm with you. I, I don't mm-hmm. see anybody that jumps out that I would automatically say we have to have this guy. Will Terry McLaurin get 
signed before training camp because this is the big offseason story, right? Third round selection had yeah. some really good years, but he was a third round pick. And now he's not participating, what, in off or on the field uh, OTAs or whatever it's called or offseason workouts because he wants a new deal. He doesn't want to risk injury. But um, do you think he'll get signed, sealed, and delivered by training camp so it will not be – again, it's a big distraction already, it feels like. 100%. Yeah, you're 100% right. And now, do you remember last year the Jonathan Allen extension happened right before yes. training camp? They didn't really start talking until after mini camps. So I think it will get done. I think, look, there's no choice. You have to. You have to sign. You have you, you know, there's a defensive side. Look, you're not going to be able to sign everybody. You got Allen done, but you're not going to be able to sign. Well, you you know, Ionitis is now gone, but you've got Payne mm-hmm. and these guys coming up. You, you're not going to be able to sign everybody. So on offensive side, I think you have to get a deal done with Terry McLaurin. And you do it now because, look, he could go out there and have another tremendous year. It's going to cost you a lot more money. Right. So, right. right. I mean, you know, uh-huh. he's, had, he's, had, he's been productive. He's your main guy, offensive threat, and you need to surround him with some pieces, to your point earlier about going wide out in the draft, possibly. Uh, but one other quick thing on that, if they think Curtis Samuel is actually going to come back and play and be back from the injury, then they may not fill a wide receiver spot uh. immediately. Now, your question could be, well, how do they – how can you count on Curtis Samuel? Signed him last offseason when he didn't play at all. And that's a great point. <laughs> he wasn't on the field. So he's got the history of injuries, but if they think he is 100% healthy and he's been doing off-season stuff and ready to go into the season as a as a really good threat at wide receiver, they may not address that. But the Terry McLaurin thing, I do think it will get done. And I think it will get done right before training camp, going into his uh, final year of his rookie deal here. They have to do that. And this is a team, as we know, that is so fickle when it comes to public relations, so they're not going to risk yeah. – any of this hovering around them, I don't think, going into the regular season. They just can't. And, you know, maybe if – and I would never do this because I was thinking if I'm Terry McLaurin, if I sign yeah. a contract, I would actually feel guilty for not showing up. And we know the character of this guy. He probably is like, hey, let's get this thing done so I don't look that bad. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think they get this done uh, before training camp starts. Because as we all know, or we at least hope know, George, that this is a huge season for this team. New yes. logo, new franchise, uh, new quarterback, Carson Wentz. Uh, we see the pictures on social media. As we sort of get inch closer to the start of training camp, uh, you know, how's how's the idea of Carson Wentz setting in as, as quarterback one for the Washington Commanders for you? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I, you know, look, do, I think they panicked. I think Ron Rivera panicked at the time. Uh, because he was not, he didn't have a quarterback, and he didn't know what was going to happen with these guys. They, they went in all in on Deshaun, Deshaun uh, Watson, uh, Russell Wilson, and it didn't work. Now Deshaun Watson, he eventually gets cleared. He's got a, a new home in Cleveland. So uh, could he have waited a little bit? And you know, in the Matt Ryan situation, could he have waited a little bit and got a better option? Sure. Um, I don't. It's not the big sexy pick. It's not the, the quarterback acquisition for me. Okay, he was playing great before the injury, but he's had the injury now, uh, injury issues the last couple of years. He was coveted by his former offensive coordinator turned head coach, Frank Reich, a guy that knew exactly what he could do and wanted him in Indy, and it doesn't work out after a year. For me, that's a red flag, uh, whether mm-hmm. or not he had the issues with the owners, you know, with Ursay or not. But for me, that's a red flag. 
Now, if he gets back to playing the way he was, and I, I don't remember what year it was before the injury uh, in Philly, then that's great. And I think fans around here will take it. But I still think that it's it was a panic move to go get a Carson Wentz and give up you know, what you did for him uh, and hoping that he is the, mm-hmm. the, the future quarterback. Here's my bigger issue, Frank. If this guy is – if he is your long-term solution and not another bridge quarterback, then, you know, you're paying him this money. And I had this discussion the other day. Why not restructure a contract? It's a great point, And be able to sign other players this offseason because of the money you're using now for Carson Wentz. You don't have much to go in and add other pieces to the deal. So if this guy really is, you think, is the long-term deal, and I would think you'd have to go in and do something, some sort of restructuring. If he's another bridge quarterback and we're having this discussion again next year, then number one, there's a chance Ron Rivera is not here, right? Yep. I mean, to your point about being a very, uh, a very critical season for him in year number three, and you have to take that next step. You can't just keep floundering in the quarterback position because if you start over again next year, you may have a new coach. And then you're going. You're, you're literally starting over again. You get a coach that comes in, that comes in, and maybe doesn't want the quarterback that you have. We saw it with Dwayne Haskins. We saw it with Robert Griffin the third and Jay Gruden. We've <laughs> seen it. Stop me if you've heard this before. This franchise. So, <laughs> I mean, so, so forgive me for not feeling really, really optimistic that this is going to work out. Well, I will say this: the the first three to four weeks though will be must watch. I give it that yeah. much, right? It's like a train wreck. We, we just can't look away. We have to see what, what's going to happen. And then we'll have that short sort of experiment. And then we'll know, really, I think in the first two or three weeks, oh, God, this was a great idea. Or, hey, terrible idea. <laughs> so here's the, I guess, the, and the other thing is, too, what happens if it starts bad the first two, three, four weeks? What do you do? Do you go right back to Taylor Heineken and you're right back where you were? I, I just don't know. Yeah. No, it's it's fascinating. It's something that I would never want to have to deal with, specifically with who I know my boss is, right? That's the yeah. other thing that's yeah. so underplayed, although it's it's really starting to come to the surface about Dan Snyder and the way he owns teams. It's just very hard to work for a guy like that when, uh, you know, God bless Ron Rivera, he knows he has to win now. So this is going to be a very interesting training camp. And like we said, the first three or four weeks. Uh, Georgia switch gears, Nationals baseball Unfortunately, this is sort of what we expected. And let me say this, George, about the Nats, that the owners come out, what, two weeks ago and say, hey, we're thinking about selling, right? So now they're sort of avoiding criticism of the uh, direction this franchise is going. Is that correct me if I'm wrong? They're sort of, hey, well, we may not be here in the future, so you really can't blame us for sucking right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's that's that's 100% true because now, and the thing with that is it's taken, you know, you have Mike Rizzo say, you have Dave Martinez, I'll say this takes everybody by surprise, but we're going to try and keep the focus on the field. Well, good luck with that because, number one, you've got a younger team this year. It's obvious you blew up the team last year. You know the results aren't going to be there uh, this year and that you're going to – it's not a complete breakdown or tear down, but let's face it, it is. You've taken a big step backwards. And you're gonna have to see a lot of these young guys play now, and everybody's future could be up in the gra- up for, you know, up in the air, including the owner. So I don't know how, you know, you can say you're trying to keep the focus on the field, but I don't know how you do. And now with this looming over you now, what's going to happen with the direction of the franchise? 
Um, but, you know, if they – the biggest disappointment so far has got to be Patrick Corbin, uh, you know, getting fetched for seven runs the other night. Yep. Uh, he's 0-3 now. This was supposed to be your steady guy, your veteran guy in this rotation, which fe- features a lot of new characters, uh, and especially without Steven Strasburg around. I mean, there's a whole other issue right there. So, uh, you know, if they don't get these guys on track, you can do all the hitting you want, but if the pitching staff is giving up seven runs, eight runs in the first three, four innings of ball games, and your bullpen's being taxed every single night, then, you know, you're gonna. it's, it's going to be a long year. My guy, uh, Juan Soto, has been struggling a little bit too, right? He has. Yeah, he has. Uh, you know, opportunity the other night, bases loaded in the thing, a chance to be the uh, hero down one. Uh, Danny Martinez talks to him. He says, you know, I want you up there in that situation all the time. Uh, you know, but he's got some support around him in the lineup too, which I think is going to help with Jack Bell uh, and Nelson Cruz. That's a good two, three, four combo there, hopefully. Uh, Soda will get back on track. And I think he will. I mean, I think also you're seeing, uh, you may be seeing the pressure um, uh, with Soto now as the guy, right? I mean, he, this is his this is his team. Everybody else is gone. This is Soto's team. Is he feeling the pressure of having to perform like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. The thing I will say, though, is having a veteran like Nelson Cruz, who just keeps getting older and all he does is keep hitting more home runs, uh, is, is going to be good. The Josh Bell... Uh, presence in that clubhouse too is good for him as far as veterans concerned. So Soto doesn't have to do it all by himself, but it's been no secret made that he is, this is his franchise. So, mm-hmm. uh, or this is his team. So I think, you know, you'll see the struggles on and off for Soto uh, throughout the year. Hopefully it's just, you know, not as, um, they're corrected quickly. Basically. Yeah. He turns things around. Yeah. What's their losing streak right now? Five in a row? Is that right? Five in a row. Five. Being swept by the Giants. Yeah. And then the Marlins are coming to town. Uh, this week, um, so uh, yeah, and it, it wasn't pretty this weekend. So. <laughs> my, just, yeah. I mean, my concern is is there is really no uh, buzz or there's no real reason except outside of Swan Soda to come see a baseball game. Like I have no right. urgency to go see the Nats play as opposed to two or three years ago. It was like, okay, we got, we got some names. We got some gusto. We got some opportunity. We have a chance. And with this team, it's just, they, it, it feels like they've already thrown their hands up. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, to your point about, you know, Max was, Scherzer was must see appointment. Yeah. Yeah. Watching. Uh, was Doan and Turner, and this was the World Series year, obviously, before that, Harper. Uh, and look, they've made no secret about the direction they're going. You just hope, like, the Kibar Ruiz is, uh, you know, the guys, Victor Robles comes around. Josiah Gray is, is a name we're going to watch as far as pitching is concerned. He's won back-to-back starts. So, you know, some of these young guys that maybe will become household names, uh, you don't know, but yeah, you're right. Right now, it's you know, let's go see watch, let's go watch Juan Soto hit, and, maybe, and again, that could be, you know, to what we were just talking about as far as him slumping a little bit here and there. He knows that too, like he knows that the weight is on him, so it's just going to see how he handles that. But yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's going to be a lean couple of years here, I think, in that spark uh, with results. <laughs> they also they break out these. Cherry blossom uniforms, great. How many do you have? Come on, how many? Zero, bro, zero. I can't do it. <laughs> I see, I see people that have bought these hats and jerseys, and that's fine. But it's you, you got to have something to 
to root on and right. support and have faith in. It's a great idea, great marketing, but that's all it is. It's just marketing. I was blown away that the line around the Nats team store when those things went on sale. <laughs> the line was around the block. I couldn't believe it. I mean, and yeah, okay. Like, it's a marketing thing. It's a DC thing. It's a cherry blossom. The Wizards are doing it great. Fine. But for me, I just just win. Like, that's all. For me, it's just, you know. One of these days, we need to have, a, I swear to God, we have to have a deep dive about cherry blossoms. Because <laughs> you I'll grew up you. here. I grew up here. I mean, did we ever go see the cherry blossoms? Did you I ever once? Be, I, I'll be honest, I have not. Yeah. I have not. I would love to pull Washingtonians. How many times have you gone and seen the cherry blossoms? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, you know. It's, it's look, more of a tourist thing. I mean, I get it. We know the history. It's a great gift from Japan. Okay. People people come to town to see these to things. To see these things, bro. I mean, they're nice, I guess. Town. They're they're colorful. That's great. But for me, and, and you know what, and, 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 and that's fine, and people think we're crazy for talking like this, but if I go down and look at some trees, I, okay, and I'm then, then what? I don't know. And that's it's traffic, good. and it's snarled, and hey, yeah, my God. All right, Georgie, I appreciate you, man. Uh, give me uh, your information. Where can we follow you boy, and all that I good like stuff? This. I like this. If we do a deep dive on that, that's a whole other episode. So like, we could go two hours, man, two hours deep. <laughs> G. Wallace, WTOP. We, go, we don't tweet about cherry blossoms, though, I promise. I appreciate you, man. Georgie, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, bro. Thanks, Frank. George Wallace, sports director, WTOP. Appreciate him, as always, for coming on the D.C. CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. All right, straight ahead. Winners tonight. Documented 5-0 and last Friday. I think I was 2-2 two and two on Saturday, so we, we're, we're doing pretty good. More picks coming at you next, courtesy of Bet Rivers Sportsbook on the DC CityCast. I'm Frank Handran from Veasan. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to two hundred and fifty dollars when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Playable in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Do me a favor. Download and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Big night ahead of us in the NBA. I want to break down some of these games. Uh, over the weekend, I said some teams were cooked, and they weren't. So props to Denver, props to Toronto for not only covering the spread, but winning and pushing the games to Game 5 for tomorrow, which will be absolute going the other way. And I'll be taking the home teams to cover and cover in a big and major league way. I'm just guessing off the top of my head. I haven't even looked at Bet River Sportsbook. But I'm guessing that Golden State would probably be in the nine-point range to close out Denver on Wednesday. And I am exactly correct. My God, I could do this for a living. Set lines, that is. (laughs) Golden State is minus nine on Wednesday night. And for no second am I not going to take them. So you heard that here first. We still have some days to think about that, but... I love closeout teams at home, uh, like Golden State, and like, uh, where's the other one? 
Sixers minus the eight. Love both those teams. Sixers actually play tonight. So let's get into tonight's games as I check out the uh, latest at Bet Rivers uh, Sportsbook, BetRivers.com. Download that app today and let's have some fun tonight. That's what it's all about, man. Uh, the Nets are minus one against the Celtics. Now, everybody and their mother thought that Ben Simmons was going to play tonight, which really would have made zero sense even if the series was at 2-1, in my opinion. Throwing a guy into the Wolves. Uh, should have been playing a long time ago. And this is what is so dicey about this. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's critical of Ben Simmons. But I thought that there was mental health connected to this issue. Now it's a back uh, spasm or his tightness in his back. Uh, there are just too many questions about this guy. Brooklyn's probably having major league uh, buyer's remorse that they made a trade for him in the first place. And there's no way the Nets are winning this game tonight. Minus the one against the Celtics. So the, the simple fact that I said that makes me a little leery and makes me want to say maybe you should take the Brooklyn Nets in this spot because, hey, look at the Nuggets. They fought for their lives, and they sustained, and they pushed at least a game five. Same with the Toronto Raptors. The Celtics, on the other hand, know they've got two, three, four more opportunities to close out this series, right? Uh, So what do you do in this spot? The Celtics have for three straight games now moved the ball, gotten everybody involved, looked like the far superior team. And I don't think the Nets have an answer. And I think the Celtics want to close this thing out as soon as possible. And you also have to factor in this Ben Simmons malarkey where they were hoping that he would play, and then he says he's got a stiff back. Obviously, this is a distraction for this team. And because of the simple fact I'm going to take the Celtics tonight as underdogs, plus the one taking on the Brooklyn Nets. 7 o'clock from Brooklyn. Celtics will take this one and sweep the series. Not even going to blink. This is a victory for the Celtics. Thinking in the 7, 8.9 range. Have you ever seen alleged champions like Kevin Durant? Okay, they are champions. Don't get me wrong. Kyrie Irving, they've won championships. They've won NBA titles. But they are they their their body language and their leadership on the court non-existent right now. So unless they have like this incredible turnaround and their attitude gets better, I think they've already sort of said, you know what? This season's done. We're toast. And that's what's gonna happen tonight, in my opinion. Um Boston Celtics plus the one. Brooklyn Nets are toast. Oh, by the way, the total is 220. And Bet River Sportsbook and the Celtics are minus uh, 106 on the money line. Nets are minus 114. So actually really no value on the money line. So I'll take the Celtics plus the one uh, tonight against the Brooklyn Nets, who if they lose tonight, one of the more if not the biggest disappointment in recent NBA history, not even to get out of the first round. They had to play into the postseason with the likes of Kyrie Irving. Now, I know he had his anti-vax statement, but hey, could have gotten vaccinated and played a lot. Kevin Durant, one of the best ever to play, but the argument will continue to uh, be stroked that he can't really lead a team. He joined a championship team already in Golden State, won a championship, won two of them. Could not do it, not necessarily on his own, but as the guy in Oklahoma City. Now, he is the guy in Brooklyn, and they're about to get swept out. Last year, they got 
a tough loss to the Milwaukee Bucks in the postseason. But the narrative on Kevin Durant will always sort of be asterisky until he can lead and hoist that trophy, not on his own, but me be the main guy. And so far, Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, you name it, the guys on the Celtics playing team basketball and winning. And that's why I'm going to take the Celtics tonight, plus the one at Bed River Sportsbook. All right, game two, I already mentioned this, 8 o'clock tonight. Raptors are uh, at the Sixers. Sixers minus the eight. Joel Embiid, by the way, got fined 15K, I guess, for criticizing the officiating. Uh, He was very um, adamant about the way the team played in the game three, excuse me, the game four loss at Toronto. This is going to be a, uh, a, a Philadelphia waltz. They are minus 360. Raptors are plus 280 on the money line. Total is 211 and a half. I expect Philadelphia to cover the spread and cover it considerably. 19-point victory or so uh, tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, I know they have struggled to close out series. I know Doc Rivers and his inability to get over that hump, so to speak. But I think the Sixers are too good, too deep, too angry after what they did in game number three. This should be a victory. I'm taking the Sixers minus the eight tonight at eight o'clock, hosting the Toronto Raptors. Sixers have won seven of their last eight playoff home games against the Raptors. And seven of the Raptors' last eight road games have gone under the total points. Again, the total tonight at Bet River Sportsbook is 220. Excuse me, 211 and a half. Correction, 211 and a half. My mistake, 211 and a half. So maybe if you have a, a gander to go under the spread, but I like the Sixers here. Minus the eight, and they move on to the next round of the uh, postseason. This has been a great series. And I've actually won, I believe, three straight games taking the Dallas Mavericks, getting points every single game. Tonight, Utah is plus three at Dallas. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but this line absolutely reeks to high heaven. Utah barely survived in game number four. Shoulda, woulda, coulda lost. Free throws missed by Dallas. Donovan Mitchell, key late. And it's as if Donovan Mitchell had been setting us up all season and all postseason long by not passing to Rudy Gobert until it actually occurred and actually needed and happened to happen in a specific spot when they needed it most. The game, go-ahead field goal. Mitchell to Gobert on an alley-oop. They win by one. Dallas with Luka Doncic back doesn't get the win. Two games prior without Doncic, they win. Series is even 2-2. Why are the Utah Jazz just three-point underdogs? Don't you think the Mavericks should be favored by four or five at home? Uh, game three, they dominated. Game four, they lose by one. And they're only favored by three tonight. Total is 212.5 at Bet River Sportsbook. Utah's plus 128 on the money line. Mavericks minus 155. All points indicate Dallas should come home and cover the spread. Okay? Mavericks have covered the spread in eight of their last nine against the Jazz. All signs, again, point to the Dallas Mavericks. And that's where, my friends, we are going to go the other way. And I'm going to take the Utah Jazz tonight. (laughs) Now, they 
they may not win, but they'll they'll make it so interesting and so tight and may cover the plus the three. Because I think Dallas should be five or six point favorites. And the fact that it is so minuscule and so tiny at just plus three throws up all of my red flags. Utah up to this point has been has been one of the more disappointing postseason teams. High, higher seed in this uh, playoff series. And it's at 2-2 in this best of seven. So maybe, just maybe, they finally come around and show everyone that we're actually a pretty decent ball club. Because up to this point, they have they've really struggled against Dallas. Now give Dallas credit playing some good defense, but they did let game four slip away. And if you're a Utah Jazz backer, tonight is the night where maybe they come alive and they hit their stride and they not only cover the three, but they get the victory on the road and make things very interesting when it comes to this series. So to recap, I'm taking Utah plus the three tonight against the Utah Jazz. All right, so let's go over our our plays for tonight. Again, you can ride with me or you can fade me. I believe over the weekend, like I said, I was undefeated on Friday. A rare air, 5-0. and oh. Then I had a mixed bag on Saturday. But let's get the uh, the winning time. Ha. Winning time. Hashtag going again uh, tonight in the NBA. And it starts with out of the shoot, taking the Celtics plus the one. I think they close this thing out. Nets, too many issues. Ben Simmons, distraction. Uh, Durant and Irving sort of a loser's mentality right now slumping their shoulders I I don't think they get it done I will take the um, Boston Celtics plus the one second game Sixers are going to close this thing out against Toronto hey Toronto showed some sparks showed some life they defended avoided the sweep but tonight's the night for the Sixers to close things out at minus eight and then the um, surprise surprise pick um, the Jazz plus the three that doesn't make any sense. I actually don't really feel good about it, which maybe helps my chances of winning this bet. Utah plus the three tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. And a quick sneak peek at tomorrow. I'm not giving these out, but I just want to throw this out there. Miami's back at home minus seven and a half against Atlanta. Miami's up 3-1 in that series. The Grizzlies back home. That series, surprise, surprise. Uh, I got that one wrong on Saturday. Grizzlies only favored by six and a half now against the Timberwolves. Um, and that is a Tuesday night game at 7.30. And then also tomorrow night, it is the Suns minus six and a half back at home against the Pelicans, who showed some resolve fighting off Phoenix last night. Yeah, give New Orleans credit, man. And we're, we're starting to see that lack of offensive firepower. If Chris Paul's not scoring, Phoenix is in trouble. Uh, they're in trouble. And this series, surprise, surprise, is at 2-2. And that's an early look at tomorrow's games, which we will tackle tomorrow on the DC CityCast. Also get into the Nationals and the Capitals as well as they get back uh, into playing some games. I want to thank you for checking us out here on the DC CityCast on a Monday presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Do not forget, follow me at jfrankhandran on Twitter, at Bet Rivers, at Vison Live. We'll chat tomorrow. We'll see you then. Peace.